Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 81 of the Fresh Mondays podcast, the quarantine series. How long is this series going to be going for, guys? I know, I know. It's really like, it's been, okay, I've been in, I've been in since March 13th. <laughs> I think oh, we have the same day. So that, what is that, a month, guys? It's been officially Ole Miss. We were supposed to be back to work this Monday. Coming up. The Trumpy. According to Trumpy, well, yeah. Easter, we were supposed to be able to go to church. But in general, the plan for work was when we left, was returning back this Monday. Um, and that was pushed back about last sometime last week or two weeks ago. And so we'll see what, uh, what May looks like. Like, I'm not even worried about April anymore. We're in Easter. I just want to make this clear. It is the 12th and it is Easter. I don't even know what May, Memorial Weekend looks like, guys. That's a good point, because honestly, are we really just going to get back in the shits, <laughs> like if nothing happened, or is it going to be a gradual process when we start like really being in like large crowds? There's no way we can go back into like nothing happened. I don't see it possible. I don't see it realistic. Yeah, I agree. And I really am. Um, I'm good. Okay, the stage I'm at now. <laughs> For me, quarantine is like I'm feeling mischievous, and I understand why sometimes people criminals commit crimes in jail. Because like Ooh. I feel like, does that make sense? Like it's like you're so bored, you need a stimulant, so you feel like doing shit that's like naughty. I don't know, or is that not? no? That might just be you, and I don't know what stage <laughs> of <laughs> I don't know what stage of uh, crazy or whatever. Like whatever, whatever, whatever this is, right? You know, there's seven stages of grief i don't right. know what these are but didn't think about that one didn't feel that one i know i've been itching to be outside yeah like just to be in the sun and here because we had more rainy days and when it's sunny it's about 40 degrees still out here right you don't really get to enjoy the sun like florida right so i know for me it's like wow i need vitamin d like there's an itch in my body yeah that like just wants to be outside I get it. Doing that. I think I think I totally can relate regardless of how pretty it is. Like all of us are in the house most of the day cuz what are you really going to do if you're outside? That's aside from taking a walk. There's only so much of that that you could do. So um it, it is tough. I do miss being outside. I do miss human interaction more than more than I guess people really appreciate, you know? Even if you don't go out every weekend, you still interact with people at a restaurant or you interact with people you know, picking up a package, like you just interact with people somehow. And then grocery shopping has shifted also. Right. Right. And then I don't want to be that person that yells at someone that they're being too close to me or to stop touching shit with your gloves because that defeats the purpose. Like those things to me have like, my senses have escalated. I mean, grocery stores is really where you truly feel the fear, in my opinion, because <laughs> it's like in here, everybody's trying to buy something that they're going to put inside their body and consume. That's number one. And number two, it's like, there's no other choice. Like, we all have to be here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. you, like you see how the panic in everyone else's eyes and you're like, yo, like this shit is scary out here. Like, I feel like at the grocery store is where I feel it. Yeah. The grocery store is where I feel it most. And that's an experience that's going to shift also. That waiting in line outside that whole like we're waiting like disney line to get inside of a grocery store yeah never would have thought it yeah i mean aside from that like um i think that 
it also is starting to become super easy to be like lazy you know what I mean and it's oh, like yeah. now, by this week by by a month in it's like you don't really feel so much pressure to do anything you know what I mean and this shit is whack as fuck like I hate that feeling of there's nothing to do today and that's it like it is what it is and there's nothing to do tomorrow <laughs> and there was nothing to do yesterday there's nothing to do tonight <laughs> like it's like shit like this shit is boring yeah yeah it's Interesting, but we have to make with what to do, right? We're doing yeah. our best. And speaking of that, we um we wanted to touch on the topic of dating while in quarantine. Right. Right? Like how do you make do with that? Right. Um, I know my hinge profile and bumble have been kind of deactivated for a while. I go on and off, guys. I have fun with it. If I start chatting up with someone, it's to entertain me. And that's the fun part of that. Mm-hmm. But I know some people who are really um, involved participants of the dating scene out there. And I think we're intrigued to find out, like, how's that affecting? How's quarantine, you know, cock blocking you? Is that the word? Okay. Okay. If that's the angle we take, and I understand. (laughs) (laughs) That escalated fast. I know. Exactly. And I I know that we, that's one of the things we said we were going to try to talk about, you know, during this quarantine series, because... I don't think that the quarantine is going to stop your desire to like want to get with people and talk to people. And I, if anything, you're more in the mood for sexual activity than ever because you're home all day. So it's like, there's no way people aren't dating. So, you know what I'm saying? We're still talking or still pursuing. I'm sure there's people that, that, that they're on the other side that they rather, you know, stay on the side of caution, but I'm sure that there's a good percentage of people that are just still out here living. Like I, in my opinion, my opinion. Funny no, of course. I asked around, and I know um, Marley asked around, and she actually got a real good gem coming up for us. But before <laughs> we get into that, we actually have someone who actually texted in a response in regards to dating, mm-hmm. you know, during the quarantine. And um, her response, she's a female. She said, yes, um, I do date while on quarantine. Um, it's actually an opportunity for you to really get to know a person more because you have to talk on the phone more and you can't get physical right away. And in reality, um, you actually get to have real conversations with the person because the person has nothing but time. So that's been her experience. And she actually has something to share. She's like, I signed up for Christian Mingle. And I met someone who is in Alaska. And we've been speaking every day, all day. And the thought of seeing each other and meeting up came up because of the quarantine and the prolonging of our communication and having real in-depth conversations. And it's been a great experience. Uh, The first convo was nine hours long. Wow. And the second convo was six hours the next day. And it's just been like that ever since. Is this what it feels like to be a 90-day fiancé? Like those intern, you know how they have like those international, um, what's it called? Uh, like long distance, platforms? yeah, long distance dating, like nine hour phone conversations. I remember those days. I remember those days when I was like super young and like talking on the phone for super long and having so many interesting things to talk about. It's been a very long time since I experienced anything. <laughs> like but I remember those days, and I think that that's actually really amazing um, about getting that getting to know phase that honeymoon phase is the best part is when you want to talk all the time and you want to get to know each other is the best part hands down however 
my fear with that is, and that was when I was single and I was online dating, it's like you kind of like really fall in love with the image you create in your mind versus who the person truly is when you meet them in person. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So it's like my thing would be like if I'm talking to you nine hours at a time, yeah, that's dope. But like that real life interaction is going to be different. You know what I'm saying? It changes the whole ball game. Yeah. It changes the whole dynamic of what we've even spoke about because you're right. The fantasy of that other person you have, it's like reading a book. Right. Perfect. It's like you're reading the book, you're reading, you're reading, and then the movie comes out and you go see the movie and you're like, Mm -hmm. that was stupid as shit. That sucked. That's not what I expected. That's not what I envisioned. That's not what they built me up for. Like all of that. That's what that is. Right. I agree. Exactly. And it's very rare that the book, the the movie translates the book really well. Right. Like you, it's like a, like, it's like a stone you know what i mean like hidden stone like you found it like that movie exactly. translated. No, no, you're 1000 percent true it's like it's not like this is a this is a jackpot situation every time it happens right. you know what i mean like it, it there is a lot of risk that you take when you do this so it's like that's my thing i think that this is gonna breed a lot of that you see what i'm saying so based on this experience that she's which i love thank you that's amazing gorgeous story inspirational for those of you who are feeling a little lonely or are a little afraid of taking that first leap, this is a great opportunity for you to take the time to answer all those questionnaires for these <laughs> dating apps because you have nothing but time. And like- Nothing really, but time. Right, to really have a conversation. So I totally agree on that. However, proceed on the side of caution because things always sound so much more beautiful when you really don't see them in your face. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And wow, that was very, I had a, like the epiphany moment of that book translating to a movie. Yeah. Let me tell you. That's real life. So we're going to have um, Candace join us. She's currently experiencing uh, quarantine dating. You know, that could actually be an app. If someone didn't make that app already, quarantine dating? Call it Rona dating. Rona dating? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. So we're going we're gonna to invite Candace in, and she's going to fill us in on her current uh, situation with dating during these times. Awesome. Perfection. All right, guys. Um, I'd love to introduce someone near and dear to my heart. <laughs> my, <laughs> um, my lovely cousin, Candace, based out of Philly, Philadelphia. Hey, um, welcome to the show. Our topic today was interesting because every week we've been covering kind of like our situation, how we're feeling in this quarantine, keeping ourselves entertained, interacting with others, how we feel like we're missing others. And we definitely wanted to get into the topic of dating. Cause that's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it's not already complicated enough with quarantine. Right. So, okay, Candace, tell us, tell us the background. You've been single. Were you dating before Rona? I decided to start going back into the dating pool maybe like two, three weeks before the coronavirus happened. Okay, okay, okay. So how, when you made that decision, how did you start dating? Like, what did you do? To say, hey, I want to date, what did you do? I typically go on the dating apps. I've tried, I usually circulate them between, like maybe like in the summer, I'll do Bumble or Tinder or something to change it up. And then um, this time I tried Hinge 
which I've been on before, but you know, sometimes you gotta switch it up. Sometimes there's different crowds on each on each. So there's app. like a seasonal method to dating apps. <laughs> Guys, I've been out the scene. This is interesting. Tell me how. Tell me how that works. I didn't know that. Well, I think Bumble and Tinder. I just feel like is more casual, whereas Hinge can be a little more serious. People looking for relationships, um, and so. Lately, I've just been finding someone that wants to have put in the the forth put forth the effort instead of it just being a summer thing. Okay, so is Hinge like is it advertised as something for people that want a relationship? Like, how did that happen? I think just based off um, their questioning, the their layout and their questioning, I think is yeah more serious. I, I like it personally. People just know that. Like, I think because the way the format and the bios, you could just tell. Yeah. Like you're not gonna find a bio on Hinge. It's like me and my girl are looking for a unicorn, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you find it on Bumble or Tinder. I remember those right. days. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe through a few of those. You're like, wow, this is this is comfortable, <laughs> right? Couple. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Hinge has a little bit more of a detail. You have to be a little bit more. Your character shows in the questions. I think when it yeah. comes to that app. Okay. All right. So Candace was dating like everyone else in 2020 via apps. Then the yeah. coronavirus came. Like Marley said, let's let's adopt the fact that the corona started clock cock blocking. Was it or cock blocking? Cock blocking. <laughs> so once corona came into cock block, Candace said, "I am still out here." Okay. So explain <laughs> to us <laughs> how how you were dating in this environment. So I started talking to this guy about a week before quarantine happened with my company. And there was no time trying to prepare to get, you know, yourself situated with self-isolation to meet someone, meet him before we quarantined ourselves. So we're texting and talking about every day. And I want to say probably like it started with just like texting nonstop. Um, and then went from phone calls that were like three to four hours and then we graduated to something that I've never done before, which is FaceTime with a guy from a dating app. Usually I'll FaceTime my, like my cousins, my, um, my best friends, but never, cause I always felt offended when someone was like, oh, let me FaceTime you. Because I thought one, I feel like sometimes you want that authentic, um, that authentic first impression when you meet mm. versus like what if somebody like sees you on camera and you might be a little camera shy and it just doesn't work out. So I never wanted to meet on FaceTime, but with the situation of quarantine and the unknown of when you're going to finally see somebody, I was like, let me break that shell and FaceTime him. Did you find yourself like a little FaceTime corner, like a good angle, good area? I did. I, did. I was like, <laughs> where is my brightest light? Let me put my, you know, put it up a little higher. So, you know, yeah. the, the neck is a little slimmer. Yeah. Right here, <laughs> it pushes it back. But yeah. my thing is, that's funny, Candace. It's so funny you say that because I remember when I used to be in the dating scene and like I would give somebody my number and they would just FaceTime me out the blue, like without us ever really having like a real interaction. Mm-hmm. Like it really made me uncomfortable. So exactly. I, I, I don't know. That's interesting that you say that because I get. I know it sounds silly because obviously you should FaceTime. You should see who you're talking to, but like I get it. Like if I've never met you before, it's it feels like a lot to FaceTime. It does. It does. Yeah. But uncertainty, you know, you kind of have to give a little bit um, during these situations. 
So we FaceTime a couple times and then I'm big on first impressions. You know, there's energy exchange, like how does someone looks into your eyes that you just don't capture through FaceTime. So I was really bored and he's been self-quarantining and I've been self-quarantining now for about a month. So it was time to finally meet. Wait, were the FaceTimes going good? Were they the like... going really good. Okay. Yes. Did you guys get like sexy before he came to your house type of vibe or no? Because you know how there's some people you meet online and that is the immediate vibe. And then there's some <laughs> people that like you still very shy and you kind of dance around the subject. Like where were no, you guys at? I'm, I'm an open book. I'll talk about career to sexual experience to intimacy to painting, reading, meditation, like whatever it is, I'm pretty open. Um, and so that was the foundation, but I always make it clear that, look, even when I meet you, you're not going to be laying in my bed. Mm, okay. So that was already established. Got it. Yes. Yes. Um, so we met last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, well, what was the buildup, the buildup of meeting? Like, how did you so introduce, we like, how did we get to, and finally, okay, let's meet. Okay, so we were, we were FaceTiming, and he was like, man, I really want to see you. And I was like, yeah, but you know, coronavirus, like, <laughs> I don't know if I should trust you six feet away or whatever. And so I was like, why, why do you want to see me? So he started explaining it, and then I was like, okay, now explain to me your exact every move that you've been doing during quarantine. Like, what do you do when you go to the grocery store? Like, what do you do? <laughs> I like was super dramatic just to, to see how in depth he would go. Yeah. But the whole time I had already sent him my address before he even started, but he didn't notice because he was FaceTiming. <laughs> okay. And so I had interrupted him and said, so why are you still talking to me when I sent you my address 15 minutes ago? Okay, with the G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh, shit. So he, um, he was like, okay, I'll see you soon. And he lives about 20, 25 minutes away. Um, and so I was like, you're not spending the night. Just make that clear. And then he gets here. You guys have a curfew in Philly or no? No, I just was like, not, I'm not. No, I know, but I'm just curious. Because oh. then he has to leave by a certain time. You know what I mean? Because oh, no, there's a curfew. Was a, this was, we have no curfew. This was already about 10 p.m. at night. Oh, so, this was a late, a late so you had this man drive at 10 p.m. to your house and you told this motherfucker you ain't staying over? I see. <laughs> okay, go I ahead. Mean, we got all the time in the world, 10 p.m. <laughs> during quarantine. We do I, the same I, shit all day. I hear that. I hear that. It's Alaska out here, for real. <laughs> no matter what time of day it is. Um. So when he got here, he was looking for parking. I live in the center of the city, so parking can be difficult. Um. And it got a little, he got a little frustrated because he couldn't find parking. So I was like, "Let me come down and help you. I know where to find parking." So that's our first introduction. Me getting frustrated to like come down here to help him find parking. So we're finding parking, whatever. We pull. He founds one. Then we're walking my dog and he goes so i'm lactose intolerant and i was like okay and he was like i was like so you gotta take a shit and he was like yeah and i was like well okay well why didn't you go before you came here he was like it just hit me and i was like 
okay he so, just have ice cream or something like what happened <laughs> ice cream he just had ice cream <laughs> so I'm like okay whatever I've never experienced this in my life so he gets to my house and the first thing he does is ask for air freshener and goes into the bathroom and I'm like damn you about to blow up my bathroom hell yeah <laughs> so I was like oh shit and there's like a half a roll of toilet paper and I was like here's a fresh roll too just in case by the way, and, toilet paper is hard to come by. And the thought of having people use your toilet paper who are, do not live in your house is a new thing to kind of start considering. Isn't that yeah. wild? I should have been like, sorry, you got 10 sheets. Like, I can't help you. It took me but two weeks to find a pack of rolls. This shit is like a fucking rom-com. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um. So he's in the bathroom. I'm freaking the fuck out. Sorry if I, about part of my language if it's if it's not good to this. No, but don't worry. Don't worry. I start FaceTiming all my primas, all my cousins. We have a group chat, and I FaceTime them, trying to whisper to them like, "What the fuck is going on?" While he's shitting. While he's shitting. Okay. <laughs> he starts to play music and start rapping to his music, and I'm just like, "This man got really comfortable," and I feel like. I kind of feel like my house has just been defaced. Is that the, I don't know if that's the correct word, but it just felt like tainted and somebody just like shot in my bathroom. What? <laughs> so I still had to react and I was like, I know he's lactose intolerant, but I'm just like, what the fuck do I do? So, so was he in there for a long time? It's like 15 minutes. Okay. So I'm just like over it. So I go knock on the door and I'm just like, are you finished or are you done? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you could come in. And I was what? like, he was like, washing my hands. And I was like, no, I'm not going to take the first like whiff of your damn nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes out and then I was like, this is too much. Like, I feel really uncomfortable. You might have to go. And I was like, matter of fact, let me fa call your best friend. I need to tell him. So he called, he FaceTimes his best friend. And so I FaceTime his best friend for like 10 minutes. Like, tell me why this man just pooped in my house and why I should like continue to talk to him. And so his best friend was really cool. We laughed a lot. Um, and then we hung up and the, he had came over because we've been watching the movie Money Heist together. Um, we oh, the started show. the first. Casa de yeah. papel. Woo -woo. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we, we were going to plan to watch season two that night and so we're laying down and 11 minutes in he goes oh I gotta go get something for my car and I was like okay so I paused the show I give him my house keys because I don't feel like going back down three flights of stairs to go get him so it's like I FaceTime him again I'm like okay so we're watching you know money heist and he went to his car I don't know what's happening it's been 20 minutes Marley's like you need to call this man <laughs> So I hang up with Marley and I call him and he's like, Hey, I'm just lost. I'm like, your car's on the same block that we, that I live on. And then he's like, I can't figure out which keys it is. So I'm trying to tell him and he's like, I can't do it. Can you come down? So I'm like, are you kidding me? So I go downstairs and I'm just like, yo, you are really doing too much. Like you're getting on my fucking nerves. And I was like, what did you go to your car for? He was like, to get a card game. I was like, why the fuck did you go get a card game when we're trying to watch this movie? I mean, this TV show. He was like, because I wanted us to play. I was like, you need, you need to calm down. So then we come upstairs and we're watching the TV show again. And he's, I swear, I start to hear bubble guts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 
what is that sound? And I was like, is it, he goes, is, is that Roxy snoring the dog? And I was like, sure. Yeah. And I was like, I think it's bubble guts in my head. And so he, he tells me to pause the TV and he goes, I have to tell you something, honestly. I was like, yeah. He was like, I need to go, I need to take a shit again. And he was like, I'm embarrassed. This is not the first impression that I wanted. Can like, I can go or I can stay here. And I was just like, you gotta go. Like, wow. you gotta go. I'm sorry. Um, and he was like, well, I'm going to leave my card game here. And I was like, are you sure you want to leave it here? Like, that's a risk that you might not ever see that game again. And he was like, so you're going to ghost me tomorrow. You're not going to talk to me. I said, I'll let you know, <laughs> but right, right. Like you got to go. And he was shaking. And I feel like I sound so mean, but I think what, what he was it, shaking. Cause he was holding it. <laughs> Yeah, but he's sweating. <laughs> what did it for me was that I understand people have bowel movements. I'm fully comfortable with that, <laughs> but not on the first date, okay? And number two, literally, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> you should have just did the second time you went to like when you went to the car. Were you going to go try to find and take a shit outside, or did you go try to find a place? I, like, I knew say you he, had, went, he went to go find yeah. a, a, a grocery store, a, a corner store, something open so that he could take something. a shit because there's no reason for him to be outside at 11 o'clock at night. I think I totally out. agree with you. I think he probably was looking so, for a bathroom. I'm just like, you're doing too much. Like, I think if at this time he didn't realize he wanted to go outside to find to his car, he should have made that decision right then and there. Hey, I'm not feeling well. Like, this is not the way I wanted this to be. Can we start over tomorrow or something? Like, I really like you. You know, be upfront about it. So not did he text you Happy Easter? Okay, hold on. So <laughs> <laughs> he le I saw, text me when you get home. So he, he gets home and he texts me the sincere apology. And I was like, look, it's just really unfortunate. And I need, I need to um, think on it. And so today I did text him saying, hi, how are you doing? Because popular vote amongst my friends and cousins and said that I should give him another chance. And I told him, we'll talk after quarantine. <laughs> we don't know when quarantine ends. Wow. Okay. So, all right. What did you think of him before you met him in person? Like every, like he's everything. Like we have great sense of humor. We have the same values, same interests. Um, he's like my type. Um, everything was great. Like we laugh. He makes me feel confident. Like we're just com like definitely great person. Okay. I just a problem for me. My biggest toxic trait is impatience. And for like, once I don't like something, it taints your like my perception of you. Okay. Was he attractive in person? It was the same level of attraction. And what is that from a scale from one to ten? A solid six. Okay. Um, six is good because growth can come from six. Exactly. Right. So we can at least settle at eight, and eight is like yeah. Cool. So I get it. But the thing is that if if he really is 
a good guy that was into you the same way you was into him, he's probably mortified by his experience. So you mortified. gotta think about it like that. Like he's probably fucking mortified. Like I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> I don't think if I, I had <laughs> the ill shits at like this guy's house. No, no, I, like wait. you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. No, but okay. I will be upfront. I've had a situation where I've had to use the restroom very badly while cuddling with a guy. Oh yeah, it's terrible. And I felt that, come on. And I grabbed my keys, grabbed my phone, grabbed my mail. I was like, mm, I'll talk to you later. And I left. Yeah. He like, used that cue of where he needed to set the register in his body of being like, I think the excitement also finally meeting was what like mm-hmm. kept him going. Like, oh no, 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 I'll be fine. Yo, I'll be fine. I'll get this. This dude I'll left this house at 10 p.m. to go see her. <laughs> took 25 minutes to arrive took 30 minutes to find parking and then finally gets upstairs to see this bitch and he had diarrhea you really think that he wanted tonight to work to turn out like that like he did not want tonight to turn you know what i'm saying like that was not what he wanted like that, that was not was in the not, books for him no no it was not like i i truly am not saying that he shouldn't have probably been a little bit more responsible and not ate ice cream but well, like, he, to go. <laughs> he ate the ice cream. Then I told him come over. Ah, the way. This poor guy. Like, okay. he, but then you gotta understand. Like, okay, let me. This is not. This is just not working out. Let me go home. Let me do it respectfully. Say like, hey, I'm not feeling well. By the first shit, he should have been like. Or <laughs> like by he, the time, by the time he was going to the downstairs to the car, he yeah. should have. He should have been like, you're right. By the car point, he should be like. He had her keys. I'm though. Gonna go home. Right. That's where I told him to call him because he, he left his wallet. He, yeah. No, he took keys and left his wallet. He took my keys and left his wallet. Right, right, right. Exchange. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel kind of bad for the guy. I'm sorry. I don't I'm not trying to sound like like it's not embarrassing when he went through. Oh no, I definitely I, I feel kind of bad. A hundred percent. I just have this bad flaw where like it's hard for me to look past sometimes something. You can look past this. This you can look past. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna give him yeah. another. Chance. We're gonna talk. We're gonna continue talking. But I don't. What I feel like I'm gonna have PTSD if he comes back to my house. I so feel like, him. but it's like you caught him off guard. First of all, yes. you you gotta get some lactate pills in the crib. You feel me? I asked like, him if you, he wanted like anti diarrhea. Your boo has an issue, so you need some lactate in the house. Like you need to just know that on deck. And at the end of the day, like you caught him off guard, and he still came through to see you. Like come on. No. Like you, you, you have to try to not, not shame him for being lactose intolerant. <laughs> but, I get, but I get her, um, the reservation of first impressions. And yeah. I get that whole taintedness. Like, in the moment of things, everyone can be very like, what the fuck is happening? This he lost all his sexy. Happening. He lost yeah, all everything his- was lost. Oh, wait. And then, wait. So when he got off the couch to leave, I saw his butt crack. And I just, I, I... <laughs> I pretty much was like, that's this is not sexy anymore. There <laughs> was nothing sexy about that. I guess. And, then, and the no. thing is that the fairy tale portion of everything that was happening via phone, FaceTime, text, all that fairy tale ish, whatever, like kind of decimated or disappeared yeah. in that moment that he entered the house. And so you guys need a completely reset. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like I can't, I, I can continue talking to him through phone and FaceTime. But to see each other in person again, it's going to have, I think it's going to be half after quarantine so we can actually like go do something and ignite that. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. 
I hope he's still, I mean, I hope we're not on quarantine for another two months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would suck. You know, hopefully this can happen sooner than later for sure. At this point, he's mortified and he's like, I don't want to lose you. I yeah. get it. I get it. But that that only can last so long too. You know what I mean? Like people have pride and interest and they're going to eventually get tired of waiting around. I mean, that's any human being. It's not, I don't even know this guy. It's just anybody. But I, I truly feel bad for him because he lost all his swag, all his cool, like all of that. Like that was just like mm-hmm. out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it. Like, how do you come back from that? Like that's exactly that's it's hard to come back from. Um, and yeah, and if we weren't in quarantine, this wouldn't have ever happened. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have happened this way. There would have been an actual date. There would have been an actual yeah. outing activity. It would actually so take it's like, like a month to invite someone over to my house. Like it's absolutely. Not- I get that. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So do you think you're gonna start talking to someone new now in this climate? <laughs> I mean, my hinge is not deleted. <laughs> you see? So. So, okay, so now that we know people are dating and on the apps, so the point is you have to ask a questionnaire before the person is allowed to come into your home. Is that the the protocol right now? When was the last time you traveled? Have you been coughing? Do you have a fever? (laughs) Are you lactose? Did you eat ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Are you lactose intolerant? Yeah. Please. Yeah, you need to know what someone's quarantine values are. Right. That's very true, actually. Like, you need to know how serious a person is taking quarantine. Right. Mm-hmm. What would you have done, Marley, if you would have, like, with the shitty guy? <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm a little bit of a, like, I could feel for someone in that moment. Like, oh, okay, that's pretty terrible. If it, by the car point, if he would have just been honest with me at the car point, I would have been like, go home. Like, mm-hmm. and I probably would have said it at the car point where, and I don't think me and you realized this, Candace, when you were saying he was, I thought he was actually getting something, but I think I would have, uh, if I would have realized at the car point, I would be like, you can go home. Like we can do this yeah. another time because right. that yeah. would have ended it and it would have ended it smoothly and simple, yeah. right? With a little understanding because he continued on really trying to stick it through. I think yeah. that's where it kind of made the whole, like the shit hit the fan. Literally, yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. like right, like that could have just been all avoided. Mm-hmm. An extra hour that y'all spent trying to hold it, hold it in. <laughs> I mean, you know, bubble guts be hurting, right? So if he would have just been honest, and that would have showed. So that gives me two things of his character: of he's really trying hard to be impressive, or like stick it through, or be around, right? So you can kind of yeah. see dedication to a situation, mm-hmm. but also like you can be honest with me, so. He's not fairly yeah. open about yes. it either. Does that make sense? So, like, there's yeah. these two parts to it. Um, I think I think I probably would have handled it the same way. I don't know. Maybe I have to FaceTime my cousins in between every time or, like, <laughs> FaceTime. I, well, the reason I FaceTimed his best friend was because I wanted to apply some humor to it to try to, like, distract myself. And his best friend was making fun of him with me. So... <laughs> that helped but then that's when like i was i let it go and then the car thing happened and that's exactly like it just went downhill from there yeah i mean you guys you still have a chance you guys can survive this i think you know 
people have funny ways of meeting them, each other the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it happens. It could be a good I, wedding story. I don't right? know. Yeah. Down the line. But your first grandchildren, like you never know where it can end from here. Um, My first birthday gift to him will be uh, lactate pills. Right. Lactate pills. Uh, what are they called? Are that, is that what they're called? They're called lactate, yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. And you can get him like the milk and all that. Yeah. Right. Like a whole package. Care package or some white. Yo, I heard oat milk is like fire. Oat milk I, is delicious. Oat milk. Came on. So there you go. Milk. You guys can drink oat milk together. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, with have you received a lot of inquiries during quarantine time? Like, are there a lot of people still active there? I think there is. Like, usually without quarantine, you get like a couple likes here and there on on an app. But now it's like blowing up. Like you're actually seeing people there that you never really see. Because to I feel like on well, Philly, the the people that are really attractive are like not on dating apps. Mm. Like the ones that are good catch, I usually meet out and about. Whereas, really? like, how interesting. Yeah. So like this one, I'm like, dang. Okay, I see you. Um, I think it's because those people now can't go out and meet people, so they're going on the dating app. Very cool information. That's interesting to hear. To be honest with you, the climate here in Miami, um, there's a, a lot of very attractive people on apps that are not for, like, serious dating. You see what I'm saying? Like, like the yeah. casual ones like you were mentioning. Like, you know, people are looking for a hookup, so they have, there's a lot of attractive people on there. So I guess it depends on the environment. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting factor. Like, everyone is down. Everyone is home. Everyone is hunkered down in their homes. And so single people aren't at the bars. They're not meeting with people. They're not socializing with friends where you usually meet other friends, like other people's acquaintances and Mm -hmm. connect with someone. So logging on is all they can do. Boredom is a big thing, man. Yeah. Like, yo, doing nothing all day, every day, (laughs) like, will make a person want to talk to all kinds of strangers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very true. So I can see how that's happening. And I can see this being a form of entertainment in a way. Because I mean, I talk to family members all day, friends all day, but then I need something new, like awaken my senses here or something. Let me have this random ass conversation with this random person. I will say something that has also changed for me with quarantine and dating is that typically before quarantine, I'll start talking to somebody on a Friday night on an app and then like talk to them through the weekend. Then Monday comes and my life goes back to work and schedules. And I like become too busy to um, talk to somebody. And it was just because I wanted to talk to them through the weekend and they just didn't have my interest enough to talk to them during my regular busy schedule. Right. And so with this now changing and now my calendar is completely empty because I have no social events. It's now giving me the time to finally get to know people and talk to them and get over that hurdle of my calendar. And so if this was a regular, if, there pre, if this wasn't quarantine, I might not have even been talking to this guy right. because I don't, I, I like to distract myself by staying busy and not dating. So th- there's a blessing in that the quarantine gives you a time to pause and just like do things that you don't typically do. Absolutely. And I love that self-discovery that you did of, you know, that you nitpick the smallest thing, blow it up, and you'll never talk to a guy again because of a flaw. 
Yeah. See what I'm saying? So I'm glad that you're doing self-discovery because that's part of the battle. You're never going to find anybody that checks every single box. But if they give you yeah. that feeling that you described when you were talking about him, I think a little diarrhea ain't a big deal. That's just, <laughs> that's just my opinion, honey. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to get him a poop emoji pillow. Very cute. You got to make it. That is super cute, first of all. And then like, write shit happens on like a t-shirt or something. Yes. <laughs> it happens. Like we, I mean, luckily for us, we are women who love humor, sarcasm. Right. We yeah. can get to the joke. We can kill the jokes. We do the jokes ourselves. So I think that's a way, great way to go about it and then continue this, you know, whatever this is between y'all to keep it yeah. moving and like put that behind, I think. I think that's a fantastic idea, Candace, to move forward with it. Amazon purchase. Right. Thank you so much, <laughs> Candace. No for problem. Joining us and sharing your um, I don't want to say your shit story, but your story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's greatly appreciated. And we and, and Marley, I need the update if they get engaged or something. I need to know. I'll let you know. I will keep you updated. <laughs> I will definitely keep you updated. Thank you, Candace, for joining nice. us. Love you guys. Bye. Oh. I mean, that is a quarantine. Like, there's things that are memorable in 2020. Mm-hmm. New Year's, whatever you did. The day you figured out that this uh, coronavirus was happening. Or like the week, the week you, the months you spent at home. And then this dating story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the don't rush challenge on Instagram. And the, and the challenges. Yeah. I, I, mean, don't even, I don't know. How do you feel? About that story or in general? Oh, challenges, challenges right now. Oh, no. Don't tag me in them. Don't call me. Don't text me. Don't ask me to participate or join. Um, I think they're cute, though. I appreciate being tagged in them, that you thought of me. Thanks. But I'm not participating. Yeah. No, but um, as far as... Not that as, I'm too cool or anything. As far as dating, though, I think that it's really interesting that I, it really isn't something that's taboo, which a lot of people probably thought it would be because it's like not safe right now to like right. communicate with people you don't know well but i'm a thousand percent sure that there's hundreds of people out there like really going in she just said it she's like you on the app you see a bunch of people like right. literally right. more active than ever and i and i get it i get it it's so i never boring. thought about that i never thought about that i'm not surprised I think you said it's so her. boring out here. <laughs> because it is. She's like, I it can't is. even log on to this shit. Y'all should be. Y'all should. <laughs> That's terrible. I, mean, it's... <laughs> I should not sound that. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm going to talk from the relationship community. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Tell our relationship community holding it down. Let me tell you something. I'm very blessed. Like, I haven't had a real, real problem. A real problem with my boyfriend. You know how people, like, break up <laughs> during yeah. these times? Like, ah, I hate you. And I haven't had a real problem. However, I do see myself, like, wanting to physically fight him sometimes. Oh. I don't know if that's, like, because I'm just, like, tired of being in this in this place or is it because it's just too much togetherness? But sometimes I just want, like, I punch him in the face. Like, I just feel that way. And that's my only, like, crazy reaction. I, I, I would never hit him. But it's, like, that's, like, the only thing that's, like, kind of happening to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Could it be and that I, there's the, you're no longer missing each other that happens on a regular day? So, like, for me, yeah. when I was in a relationship, I couldn't stand to be, a, a weekend is fine. 
a week. I need to miss you. Like I can't even text the person I'm talking to like during my work hours because right. I want to miss you. I want to know about your day when I That's see right. you. Day. So maybe because that missing you, like it's cute first and fun. The first two weeks we're together, like honeymoon phase. Right. And then it's like, I need to miss you and we can't even leave to miss each other. There's, I mean, missing him would be a luxury right now. It's just like, I wish mm-hmm. we had more square footage in a home at this mm. point with a pool in the back, like the fucking millionaires do. Like that shit is dope because it's like you mm. get to have like a whole experience. Like when you live in an apartment, it's like, there's only so many rooms. We have a two bedroom apartment. You're like, where are we going? You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's not that I'm not complaining because I'm grateful to have a person at all during this time. However, mm-hmm. I feel all the couples out there, guys, this shit is not easy. Like, you just be fighting about the dumbest shit sometimes, about fucking butter, salt, the sponge. Oh, food. Like, it's just, like, stupid shit. Like, it's like, why are you putting salt on that? You know, I don't like salt, but what the fuck? I like it with salt. You know, stupid shit. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's tough, man. Like, I feel like when we get back on and popping, we're definitely going to do a lot of independent things. Yeah. You I know mean, what I mean? Not, like, and that's not a bad thing either to do independent yeah. things. Because it, it's still your growing in character. You're still, again, it's the missing each other thing. Um, yeah. Things that'll come out of here, though, out of this quarantine is babies and divorce. Mm. So <laughs> that is one thing for sure. We know it's going to happen for everyone is babies and divorces. <laughs> so just right. don't kill each other in there. Hold I, on tight. I, I promise you I will not kill him. And I am trying my darndest not to get pregnant. So... <laughs> We'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> Putting in all the effort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, people are probably, like, having sex like rabbits insanely. Is this a reaction to, it's a reaction to the frustration. So it's yeah. like, think about it like that. Like, just like I told you, I have an outburst of wanting to, like, have a physical fight. That's just physical contact that the body needs because mm-hmm. you're going a little nuts. So it's like, I'm sure every couple has gone through highs and lows where it's like yeah you have a bunch of sex sometimes but then get the fuck away from me for like Mm -hmm. next nine hours like don't even fucking like you know what i mean so it's like a weird thing it's like stay in the bathroom if you want to you know what i'm saying and i'll sit right here like it's just like you just want to get the fuck away from the person right oh man well this was a great episode i don't know if there's anything else that we were supposed to plug in here but we talked about shits relationships alaska And all the shits. And all other shits. Yeah. Um, so, so in conclusion, what did people learn this week? Dating apps are a go, no? Yeah. During these mm-hmm. times, it's what we got. And that's yeah. the new, I think, because we're stuck in this routine of being home, stuck at home, work from home, everything at home, grocery store and back. The, the dating app is a new experience. Yeah. New opportunity, new experience, something to switch it up for you a little bit um while you're at home so yeah and if anybody else log into mine yeah anybody else wants to join our conversation and be a part of it share with us a little bit about your dating experiences that'll be really awesome i know that everybody can kind of relate yes and don't forget to email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram uh facebook follow me at love marley follow diana I am Diana C underscore and remember that handle for Fresh Monday's podcast on Instagram and all other social media platforms. We're very much looking forward to another great week of giving you guys something to talk to, something to hear and something to laugh at. 
see you guys next week. Stay safe. Stay indoors.